Thanks for listening. Our mission here at Life West Church is to see you and your family equipped and empowered to be and do all that God has for you. For additional resources and info, go to lifewest.church. Hey, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Independence Day where we celebrate by blowing stuff up. God, I love America. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Hey, if I have not had a chance to meet you, uh, my name is Samuel, and Beck and I, it really is just the privilege of our life. Uh, it really is such an honor to serve you guys here, and I'd love the chance to meet you, shake your hand, and say hi. So yeah, do, do, do hang out afterwards. I'd love, I mean that, love the chance to meet you, and, and welcome to Life West this morning. Now, I'm really, really pumped up about, about this message this morning. This is, this is super practical. One of those like you take it and you do something with it. And honestly, that's my prayer is that you take it and you do something with it this morning. We're in this series, Made Known, really looking at the book of Ephesians. Uh, the Bible was authored by God but written by man. Uh, over 40 authors, 40-ish authors, over a span of 1,500 years wrote the Bible as God, through the Holy Spirit, inspired them to do it. Now, the book of Ephesians, it's found in the New Testament of your Bible, is one of those books, and this was written by a man named Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, so it was authored by God, but written by a man named Paul, to a group, to the Ephesians, some new Christians, where he was explaining and making known what it meant to be a Christian. Like, what is this thing? What is this, this Christ-like thing? This is, this is new. And so we're jumping in at Ephesians chapter 3, if you have your Bibles, Ephesians chapter 3, and we're going to start... In verse 10, we're picking up kind of right where we left off. And this is what it says. To the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in heavenly places. Now what we're doing as we go through this is we're reading some scripture. And then we're kind of like looking at what we have in here. Then we read some more scripture and we kind of look at it. So we're going to start with this verse right here. And he says this. He says, the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church. Um, you ever met any of, those, any of those Christians who are like, I love God, but not the church? Um, and sometimes they have a reason. Sometimes they've, they've, they've gotten hurt at a church. Um, and they're like, you know, I, I just, I love God, but, but not church. Um, but here's the deal. That doesn't work. That, that doesn't work. Um, that's like somebody saying, hey, I love I love Becca, but not Samuel. There's a problem. Becca's my wife. If you're like, I love her and not him, like, mm -mm, this, this isn't good. I love Becca, but not her kids. No, that doesn't work. That, 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 that does not work. Um, the church, the church, here he says, is God's tool. It's God's answer to a problem. He says, this is through the church. Through the church, God would make known to the principalities and powers in heavenly places. The church has a job. In Matthew 6, 18, Jesus talking about the church, he says this. He says, I will build my church. Jesus said, I'll build my church. And I almost, I almost think to really understand this, you have to think of it in like three-year-old speak. Like you ever hear a, a three-year-old talk about their car? Like that little toy car they've got, they're like, it's my car. Like it's you're like nice car, and then you look at them and they're like, mine. Like like it's it's mine. They want you to know it's it's their car. Like in two year logic, it's if I touched it, it's mine. If I if it's mine, 
If it's, it's mine. If I look at it, it's mine. If I've ever had it before, it's mine. If you have it and I want it, it's mine. You know like that two-year-old logic? Well, here, Jesus says this. He says, I will build my church. Jesus is the one. There was no church. And Jesus says, I will build my church. He's the one that's like, no, we need the church. And he says, it's mine and I will build it. Ephesians 5, 23, for the husband is the head of the wife just as Christ is the head of the church. Church is God's idea. This is one of the reasons why we're like, hey, you need to find your place. Join a small group. You need to get involved. Don't just sit over here. We need to be a part of the church. The church was God's idea. In fact, Psalms 92 says this, the righteous flourish <laughs> like the palm trees and grow like the cedars of Lebanon, not like my music stand, which does the opposite. So let me read that again. Psalms 92, the righteous flourish like a palm tree and grow like the cedars of Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. Now, I've got something to help you kind of see this. Let me sneak down here a minute. <laughs> here we go. That's going to bug me. There we go. All right. So Psalm says, the righteous flourish like a palm tree. Okay? They flourish in a palm tree and grow like the cedars of Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. Now, you're a bit like a plant. Let me just explain this. Um, I've got a plant here. This is a plant. That's exactly what it is. I'll call it weed. Not like, like it's a weed, okay? That's, that's what I meant. Like, it's, it's weed, okay? A weed. I should probably include A in front of it. Okay. Here we go. So I have a weed in my hand, and this is a weed, right? Or a piece of a weed. <laughs> getting complicated. Okay, now I've got another weed in my hand. Now this one has roots, okay, um, but it's still, it's just a weed. And then I've got another weed, but this one is actually, it's got dirt. I don't know if you can see it, but it's planted in some dirt. So let me ask, are all of these weeds? Yeah. Now, which one of these is more likely to grow, to be healthy, to produce fruit? And when I mean fruit, I don't mean actual fruit. But in this case, it would be seeds and it'd grow another plant. because That's what plants do. Is it going to be this one that's just like the top of the weed? No, no, I don't, I don't think. Actually, I need that next service. Hold on, I can keep that. Okay, it's probably not going to be that one. Now, what about this one? Like, this is a whole plant, and it is a whole plant, but how likely is this thing to even live? <laughs> not very, because we ripped it out of the ground. So this is not, it's already wilting. It, it looks, it actually looks worse than the one that was on top. Like, do you see this? Like, it looks so much worse. Is that because the nutrients go back down into the roots? I don't get anyways, I don't know. But this one right here, this one has soil, and it's planted. And because it's planted, this is the one that's going to grow. Now, here's what it said. And I want to reread Psalms 92. I'm going to put this down. 
because this weighs a bit, and it's going to knock this thing down, I'm guessing. But here's what it says. It says, the righteous will flourish like a palm tree, like a plant, and will grow like the cedars of Lebanon. Why? Because they are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. We need to be planted. Understand this, that you and I, you are not any less of a Christian because you are not planted in a church. Just like you're not any less a plant because you don't have roots. But if you're not planted, the chances of you thriving or flourishing, if you're not planted, the chances of you doing that are going to be so much less. And it's not that you're not a Christian, it's that you're not planted. This is a whole plant, but it's still lacking something. And what it's lacking is what it needs to grow, to flourish, and to be fruitful. And you and I, here's what it says, we flourish when we're planted in the house of God. We need to be planted. Now, here's the deal. I want to help you this morning know how to be planted and where to be planted. Okay? And it's not just Life West. This is a great place. But I'm going to help you know how and where to be planted. Now, planted, here's, first let's just go off with this. What, is it, what does it actually mean to be planted? If you're going to be planted, that means you are a part of it. Let's talk about planted. Planted means the doors open and you are the one holding them, right? Like the, like the church doors open and you're like, we are there. Planted does not mean show up and walk out. That's, that's, that's not planted. That's, that's better than something, but that's not planted. But understand this. Acts 17, chapter 2 says this. As was Paul's custom, he went to the synagogue service. And for three Sabbaths in a row, he used the scriptures to reason with the people. As was Paul's custom. So let me just ask you. What is your custom? Paul's custom was on the Sabbath, on Sunday, he'd go to church. He's like, I'm going to go to the synagogue. This is what we do. Um, growing up, that was our custom. Like, we're going to be involved. Because regularity allows growth. What you want, if you want to see change in your life, then make it something that you do regularly. So growing up, we went to church. We went on vacation. My dad was a pastor, so that was one of the things. Like, we were there. No, probably knew that. Um, we went on vacation. We, we went to church. Uh, we just we we just did. We went to church. I remember one time for some reason, and I do not remember why. When we were little, we could not go to church, and I do not remember exactly the reason why. I don't know if it was a storm that had happened, which seems very very unlikely. But we were up in Lake City. Um, I remember growing up, my dad's like, "Hey, if it storms and everything closes, he goes, you want to come to church? I'll be here. Just show up." He's like, "It might just be you and me." He's like, "But we're gonna be here. We'll do church." He says, "No, there's no electricity." He's like, "We'll meet in the parking lot. We'll do church because the Bible says, do not neglect the gathering together of the believers." He's like, "We're gonna meet." He's like, "We'll just do it. Maybe you and me." I remember one time there was literally 20 people. He's like, "Welcome." We were in a sanctuary that would seat 4,000. And he's like, woohoo, let's do this. And there's literally 20 people that were not staffed there. And he's like, we're doing, yeah, come on, here we go. We did church. The one time, and I don't know why we didn't, but the one time we didn't do church, I remember um, we're growing up as a kid, we couldn't make it, so we were at home. You couldn't stream services, and my mom was like, all right, kids, why don't you guys do the service? 
And so my little brother Daniel, he had these big buck teeth. Oh, my goodness. When he was little, he had these super big buck teeth. And this really hard little voice. And he would just talk, 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 talk. My mom left him at, um, at a farm one time that we went to visit. And we didn't realize it for two hours. And when we went back, the farmer goes, please take him. <laughs> he didn't even know that he'd been left. He was just following the farmer around, talking to him. Okay, so this is my little brother when we were kids. So my little brother is like, my mom's like, okay, let's do this. So my sister sang some songs, and like she couldn't hit the piano when she was little. We were like, this is great. And then, then Daniel gets up there. And as I recall, he was probably about four or five. And so he preaches, and then he finishes preaching, and he prays. He's like, God, help them, you know, as few as they are. And, and we're just laughing. And then he finishes, and he's like, and now it's time to take an offering. And he took an offering, okay? It's just me, my brother, my dad. And then like, all right, he learned something in church. You, you take offerings in church. You know, um, but our custom was you go to church. I know Becca, uh, growing up, she's like, we, we went to church. She's like, we would, do, uh, we would do, what are those, proms and homecomings. My parents were like, okay, this is a little special night. You're probably, you're going to be out and you can be out late. And they, they discussed that time, like, that's okay. He goes, but know this, tomorrow is church and you're going to church. Like, this is our custom. This is what we do. Paul's custom was, this is what we do. When you're planted, it's like, this is what we do. This, this is it. There's not really an option. This is what we do. The next thing is, is you're engaged. What does it mean to be planted? It means you're a part. You're engaged. You are in, you're doing something in the church. You're in kids, you're in small groups, or maybe worship, or, or you're helping in the kitchen, or you're involved in missions, or you're involved in youth. You are engaged in church. You're engaged in church. Now, here's the thing. We can watch church. And there's people probably watching right now. I think that's better than nothing, but you, you know what you can't do on Online, you can't give someone a hug. You ever notice that? You ever try? It doesn't work. I'm hugging the phone right now just so you know. It, it doesn't work. You can't see somebody in the hallway and walk over and encourage them. Can I say, when you're not at church, guess what church is missing? It's missing you. The church is not a building. I saw some shirts one time and it said, the church has left the building. <laughs> well, there's some people that need to like, realize that's it. Church is not a building. It's the people. That, it's the body of Christ. When that body comes together, we're meant to build each other up. Not just walk in and leave. We're meant to build each other up. Similar to the way that if you just walk into a gym and look at everything... That's a cool, like, how do you do that? Oh, oh, that's how you do that. Good. Walk over to the next thing and, you know, look at the, the, the bikes and like, yep, yep, those, those seats look painful. I'd be sore after that, yep. And walk over to the next. You can look at everything and leave and have zero change and zero effect on your life. Or you can engage and be like, okay, I'm going to start. Okay, day one, it's back and buys, then it's chest and tries, and it's shoulders and legs. And, and you're like, okay, I've got my system that I'm going, to, I'm going to engage in it. Church will never be what it is meant to be without your involvement in it. Your involvement in the body of Christ. When you're not there, there is something missing. We need to be planted somewhere. 
We need to be planted somewhere. And honestly, let me give you the six things to look for in a church before you decide to get planted in a church. Because understand this, not every church is the same. And that's okay. That's okay. We're not going to agree on absolutely everything. Uh, even uh, our church is very young. We're about almost, almost five years old now in September. Man, that's not even that young. Actually, okay, whatever. Anyway, we've been around for five years. Almost. And one of the questions that we got very often was, what type of a church are you guys going to be? You know, and we're telling people about what we're up to. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? Aren't you going to be the pastor? I'm like, well, yes, Becca and I are. Yes. They're like, well, what do you mean you don't know? And I'm like, well, we'll have to see who God brings. Because my job is to equip and empower people, not to tell them what to do, but God's already given them gifts and talents. We want to help them know what they are and equip them to do that. That's what we're going to do. My job isn't to get up here and be like, you need to be excited about X, Y, and Z. No, you've already got gifts. You've got passions. God has already put things in your heart. And if you're like, I don't know what that is, that's part of what growth track is. It's getting in there, understanding what those spiritual gifts are, help you to understand how to use those to make a difference today, talking about some of that heavenly currency. So you're building it, and you're like, I'm excited to do what I get to do. That's why we call it the dream team, those that serve here. It's like, are you kidding me? I get to do this? I get to help people? Like, this is my thing, and I get to do it in building the kingdom? Yes. It's awesome. Like, he looks weird. Yeah, I get excited about this. It's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. So real quick, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1 is where we'll start. But here's really where it lays out if you're looking, like, where do I, how do I get planted in a church? And if they're all going to be a little bit different, and churches are, we didn't even know what we were going to be. We'll see when, you know, as God brings people, those, that, that's what type of a church we're going to be. If he brings a bunch of people that are like, hey, we really need to be missions, I said, then we're going to give huge amounts to missions, probably send tons of people on it. That'll be a big thing that we do. But maybe he brings a bunch of people, and what they're like is, what we need to do is translate Bibles, and we'll do a bunch of Bible translating. But you want to know what he's done so far? He's brought up a whole bunch of a lot of people who do a lot of different things. So we've got groups that people are just like, well, I, I like pottery, and how can I help people? And well, why don't you get to know some people and watch what happens as a result of that, and we're going to grow. And I look it out. At who God's brought, I'm like, man, he's given us some incredibly strong foundational people. And I'm like, I believe he's preparing us to see people who are far from God come with questions. And like, I don't understand and have a strong, healthy body that's like, well, we can show you how to find that in God's word. Man, I'm so excited for what God is doing. But Hebrews chapter 6 really lays out, as you're looking for a church, if you're like, I don't know if this church is for me, let me help you know what one is. There's lots of good churches, but this is how you tell what a good church is and isn't. You're getting ready to move. You're moving off to college, or someday you will, and you're like, I don't know. How will I pick a church? Remember, I, went, I moved to college uh, off to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and really, um, I hadn't really been to many other churches, like growing up. I went to my dad's church, um, usually on vacation we would go to either another Res Life church where we already knew the guys, or my dad was speaking at the church, and so I'd hear him there. And I'm like, oh, yep, okay, I've heard this, this is great, I know this story, here I come. Like, this is my part. Yeah, yep, here we, here we go. Um, and so I get, I get down to college, and I'm like, i got to pick a church. And I'm like, how do I do that? Well, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1, here it is. So let us stop going over the basic teachings about Christ again, and let us go on instead to becoming mature in our understanding. Surely we don't need to start again with the fundamental importance. 
Okay, fundamental or foundational. This is what it is. Now, there's some things as, as believers that we hold in an open hand. Like, you want to talk about tribulation. Like, is Jesus coming back, like, before the tribulation, during the tribulation, or after the tribulation? Like, I don't know. Are you pre, post, or mid? I'm more like pan. It's going to pan out. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly. Okay, I don't know. So there's some things we hold in an open hand. I'm not going to argue with you about that one. There's scriptures on all of it. Yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. I, I still might think you're wrong, and I'm probably going to think I'm right, but uh, I don't really know. I, I, I have some reasons why I think what I think, but, but I'm going to hold that in an open hand. But then there's some other things I'm like, no, we don't argue about this because scripture is very clear. And there's six of them. And they're found in Hebrews chapter 6. It makes it really easy. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1, we start, and now we're going down, and it says, the fundamentals. Surely we don't need to start again, because if we don't understand these, he's like, you can't go on. Some of your translations will call this foundational. We have to have this. The foundation is where you start, and if that's not right, you don't build. You just don't build. The foundation is no good, you stop. So here's they are. What are, the, what are these fundamental things that we need to know? Number one, the importance of repentance from acts, repentance from evil deeds. Hebrews 6, repentance. Um, we don't just sanctify our sin. And here's what I mean by that. We don't just do what we want to do and then say, God bless what I'm doing. We don't just say, well, you know, I just love this person and God is love, so he must love what I'm doing. No, that's not what the Bible says. We repent from evil deeds. So that's number one, it's repentance. Number two is placing our faith in God. It's faith in God. Number three, you don't need further instructions about baptisms, and that's plural. Look in your Bible. It's not baptism. It's baptisms. It's water and spirit. There's two baptisms. You go to a church. You're going to pick a church. You're looking for a church. You're going to look up what we believe. It doesn't, on their website, you go, you sit down, you meet with the pastor beforehand. You've gone a couple times. You're going to sit down. You say, what do you believe about baptisms? And if they say there's just one, you're like, sweet. Get up. I'll take the check. You pay. You walk off. Like, we're done. We know because it says baptisms. There's water baptism and there's spirit baptism. Then, number, then the next one, one, two, three, this is number four. The laying on of hands. Here it says that the laying on of hands and healing is fundamental. God working today is fundamental. The laying on of hands. We need to understand this is, this is fundamental. It's not something that we skip over, nor is it something that we hold in an open hand. Well, they don't believe in healing. No, God is moving, and he is Lord today, and there's power in the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. We will resist the devil, and he will flee. It is fundamental for every Christian to be fed and to understand this right here. The laying on of hands. Then number five, the resurrection of the dead. There is a hereafter. And number six, eternal judgment. And really, eternal judgment, that's hell. That's hell, but what does it say? It says eternal judgment. And there's some, I'm going to say, you can find churches that do not teach. They call themselves churches, but they do not teach this, or they teach it wrong. So you need to know what God's word is and know these six things. If you're looking for a church, where am I going to be planted? What do they believe? What does God's word have to say about it? Because God wants you, he wants you to be a person of action. He wants you in a church. 
He wants you planted so that you can produce. So that you're making a difference in your world. The idea is that you come to church, that you grow, that you hear, you get inspired as iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. You hear about somebody's story, or maybe you come to church and you see a need. And when you see that need, you just kind of go home and you're like, I think we can do something about this. We've already prayed, but now let's pray about maybe we meet that need. You're a part of the church. You look and you grow. Church is meant to be the place you go. I remember we had, the, when the kids were really little, and they just kept coming, and I'm like, we're going to have a few of these. Okay. I was kind of praying about, like, do we buy a minivan or a full size? I don't, I don't know what the next vehicle needs to be. And um, I'm like, man, I've got these girls. Uh, we, we decided to homeschool the kids because my work schedule, and I was like, I want to even see them. And I'm like, man, I, I need... I need some help. Just as a father, what do I do? I went to church and I looked around and I found somebody about 20 years older than me. Not even, not even that. And I look and I'm like, they've got six kids. Their kids are older. They homeschool their kids the entire time. Maybe we'll do that, maybe we won't. We pray each year, God, what do you want us to do? I looked and I said, their kids are serving God where they are. They've got kids in college. They've got kids that are married. And I walked up to them. And I'm like, hey, I'm Sam. He's like, I know who you are. I said, hey. Um, I just, I look at your family. I said, and I'm really impressed. I said, I've got some young kids. I said, we homeschool. We've got quite a few of them. I said, could I just take you out to lunch? I said, I'll gladly pay for it and just ask you some questions about fathering and, and raising kids. And he's like, absolutely. Yeah, sure. So I took him out to lunch. Why? I went to church and I found somebody. It's like, okay, th th this is what we're meant to be. You're meant to be planted in a church, to be a part. Don't just, you say, well, all I do is walk in and leave. Then change that. <laughs> then change that. Be a part. Hang out, get to know some people. Just stand in the hallway. I'm like, well, that's awkward. That's one of the reasons we serve coffee. You can stand in the hallway and you know how, like, this is awkward. But guess what isn't? You just hold that coffee. It's not awkward anymore. I'm so serious. You guys are like, he wants us awake. No, you can sleep quietly. I'm fine with it. You don't even have to drink coffee. Before I drank coffee, I would hold coffee. When we would go to things. Because you're so much less awkward. Just, yep, good to see. You can even just, just a man nod, whatever it is. Just getting to know some people. Watch what happens. Maybe take a moment and just pray and say, God, maybe for you, like, you know, I'm in a situation financially, I, could, I, could, I can help people. My needs are really met. God, I'd love to be able to meet some other needs of some people in the kingdom. God, would you just show me someone? Maybe that's you. You sit there and you just hold that cup of coffee. You're like, God, is it done? No, okay. That's good. God, is it done? No, okay. And you just wait. Maybe it's week one. Maybe it's not till week four. 
Maybe in between you have some conversations where you just get to know some people, you pour in wisdom, you answer questions. But here's what I want you to see you're doing. You're sowing seeds in the kingdom of God. The currency of heaven is lives changed and impacted. No dollars in a bank account are going to make any difference whatsoever. The Bible talks about that. It's like, look, what you store up has rotted. Don't do it. Instead, instead, we realize we're meant to be planted in the house of God. We are a part of his kingdom, a part of his body. Find a local church. If it's not this one, find a different one. Take those six criteria. Look at Hebrews 6 and be like, look, this is where I want to be. Find one that you show up. You're like, I'm excited to be a part of because the church needs what you have. It's missing and never going to be able to be all that God wants it to be without you engaging in it. Would you please bow your heads? I'd like to pray. You, the church, I'm going to say it again, will never be, will never be all that it can be without you. If you're here today and you say, you know what? I'm not planted in a church. And I ask are you planted because it's when we're planted that we are fruitful. And if we're not planted, we won't be fruitful. So if you say, you know what, I know I'm not planted. Maybe this isn't your church, that's okay. It doesn't have to be here. This doesn't have to be your church. Maybe you're on vacation, you're just visiting, that's, that's okay too. But if you just know, you say, you know what, I'm not planted, but I wanna be planted and I want to be fruitful. I want God to use me and I want to use my gifts to build the kingdom of God. If that's you, I'd love to say a prayer for you. Would you just lift your hand right now and say, that's me. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Say, I need, I want to be fruitful. Okay, hands down. Let's just, I'm just going to pray over all of those hands that went up, God. They see their need for your church, your kingdom. And God, they realize that they have a part to play. Today, we trade in our good intentions for intentional action. Got to be a part of your kingdom, to be planted in your house. We thank you for all you're doing in and through us. In Jesus' name, amen. If you guys ever just look up here a minute, if you're here this morning and you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, that's where it all begins. God has a plan and a purpose for your life, and it begins with surrendering to him. If you're here today and you say, you know, I've not done that, but today's the day I want to make him the Lord of my life. I want to give him my all. I'd love the honor of praying with you. The Bible says this. If we confess with our mouth and believe in our hearts that Jesus died on the cross and rose again, we will be saved. And we, you can know right where you stand with God. If that's you, I'd love the honor of praying with you. If that's you, just lift your hand right now. Say, that's me, and today is my day. Today's the day I'm going to leave different. Hand high. Three saved on their way to heaven. Awesome. Then get planted in the church. That's every one of you. That's this call for all of you. And happy Independence Day. Thanks for listening. Our mission here at Life West Church is to see you and your family equipped and empowered to be and do all that God has for you. For additional resources and info, go to lifewest.church.